Welcome to the Swift Healthcare video podcast, exploring the intersection of healthcare and leadership hosted by Dr. Patrick Swift. SwiftHealthcare.com is your resource for healthcare professionals to find coaching and consulting to engage, restore, and transform yourself and your organization. And now here's your host, Dr. Patrick Swift. Welcome, folks, to another episode of the Swift Healthcare Video Podcast. I'm Patrick Swift, your host. I'm delighted that you're here. And I have a fantastic guest for us today. I am delighted to welcome Funzo Alafarde. Funzo, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Patrick. Very truly an honor to be joining you on the podcast. Delighted. Thank you for being here, Funzo. And I'm delighted to share for listeners today celebrates an email I got yesterday that this podcast is ranked in the top healthcare leadership podcast from Feedspot. So I want to give a kudos to Feedspot and I want to thank our, our, our listeners and viewers. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And let me tell you about our wonderful guest, Funzo. Funzo Alafade. Funzo is a healthcare finance leader. He's a chief financial officer and he's a pharmaceutical executive. He's held roles in various multinational companies with a quest of improving global patient access to medicines. What a novel idea. Someone committed to improving uh, access to, to, global, to medicines. Um, Funza holds a PhD in health sciences from Seton Hall University, go Seton Hall, an MBA in finance. Of course, you'd want to have an MBA in finance as a CFO and a bachelor of science degree in economics from Rutgers University. And I'd also say he has a heart of gold. I know him personally and he's got a heart Thank of gold. <laughs> Funzo is a member of the American College of Healthcare Executives of New Jersey and chairs the Diversity and Inclusion Committee. And he's also a founding and managing director of Devoted Skies, a nonprofit organization bridging the healthcare disparity gap in developing countries. We're gonna talk about all this. And Funzo, welcome to the show. Now, thank you again, Patrick. Congratulations on the FitSpot recognition. This is great. Let's get to it. So um, <laughs> what are you up to these days? I wanna start with that. Patrick, thank you. Thank you. It's, uh, again, truly an honor to be sharing this with you. Believe it or not, it's, you know, staying who I am, maintaining this, this long journey and continue the endurance that it takes to continue to provide global patient access to medicines. Mm -hmm. In the world of COVID, I think everyone has struggled in balancing being a professional, being a parent, and also being teachers oh. of our children at home, too. Oh. So that challenge... In the last year, I think we can all relate to, and that has really been my, my journey. That's where I am. Every now and then I sit back and just still reflect on uh, kind of the modern day challenges that we have in healthcare, right? How can we right. create this integrated patient journey? from diagnostics to how patients pay for medicines and they mm. care themselves. How does drug development evolve at a faster speed? We saw what happened with COVID, drug development that used to take us years, seven years, happened in a matter of nine months. So all of these healthcare modern challenges, as I call it, is things I like to thinker on and, you know, continue to find ways I can contribute to, to advance them. Mm, mm, mm. I love that, Funzo. And you're the first chief financial officer in pharma on the show. And, you know, finance and healthcare is not sexy. And I, I, here's a great opportunity to hear from someone who we can pop the hood in healthcare. We can look, look under the hood of what's going on in healthcare. And what is giving you joy yes. in the work that you're doing in pharma that relates to CFO activities? But yeah. where's the joy and what can our listeners learn about what the joy is in the work that you're doing for the company you're working for and what you're doing for, for uh, access to medicine? Great, great, great questions. Um, honestly, the analogy I give people is that 
you know, people like uh, to say bedside to bedside. That's what happens in healthcare for scientists, at least. Uh, because I started in a cubicle as a finance person, I figured I still had a longer way to go to get to the bedside. It's all about patients and the yes. humanizing care delivery. That's really what healthcare is all about. So even as a CFO, what I try to do is to find ways where all of my efforts and inputs can make that patient experience a lot better. These are our relatives. These are our friends. These are our community members. So what can I do in that journey to make sure that the patient experience is better? That is really uh, what I, I embark on every day. And again, it's very rewarding. I'll tell a quick story here. Uh, the first time when I met uh, a patient, I was on a flight going from New Jersey to, to California. And one of the hair stewardess was driving the cart and uh, stopped near me. I was sitting in business class, of course, much earlier in my career days. And, uh, you know, approached me and shared that, hey, Mr. Big Shot, how did you get to sit in this business class role? And I said, well, no, it's not me. It is my company that afforded me this role. So I said, oh, great. What company do you work for? So I paused and I shared, I work for a company that makes a drug and you probably don't know anyone with this disease. It's very, very debilitating. The store says, no, tell me more. I want to know about this disease. So the MS, multiple sclerosis is a really, really debilitating disease. And what we have are disease-modifying therapies and people don't get to uh, live long once they're diagnosed with this disease. But we have a medicine, again, that slows the progression. And this is how patients get to live normal lives. Outstanding. So as soon as she walked away, she came back to me to tell me that, you don't think I know anyone uh, with MS, but I am actually an MS patient. And the drug that you just described is what I'm on. And that's still what enables oh. me to be able to function. Oh. So from that moment, Patrick, that moment, Patrick, oh. I've realized that staying close to the patient is really what transforms everything we do in healthcare and challenges the decisions we make and how we get uh, therapists to the marketplace on a daily basis. Oh. That's, that's such a sweet story, Funzo. It's, it's a sweet story because you're, you're a CFO that talks about patient experience. You also got asked by a stewardess, what are you doing in first class? And um, there are diversity, equity considerations there. If I were sitting in first class, the stewardess wouldn't be asking me, what am I doing there? You got asked that. And how did you respond? You responded with heart. And it brings tears to my eyes because you focused on the care of the patient and you're helping her and that is the heart of healthcare. and i'm i'm sorry to get teared up but that's the power of of what we can do in healthcare. i'm just so proud of you that you responded with well this is how i serve and she responded with oh i'm benefiting from that that's beautiful and it's just so dharmic and 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 joyous in the work we do so uh, thank you for sharing that story and I want to move to your professional journey. Sure. Um, what was this like for you personally? Uh, I'd love for you to share where you started and got to where you are now. Yes. Now, great question. And again, you, you, you described it a little bit in your intro of my biography. I grew up on three continents. And that's the way I like to do it. Born in West Africa, grew up in the States, in New Jersey to be specific. But professionally, I grew up in Europe. And this is where I got to see the world and uh, reflect on experiences that are different than what I experienced either in the U.S. or in Africa. I also benefited from great mentors. 
great mentors that challenged me, great mentors that uh, fully understood what my strengths are and also pushed me further than that. And I think those are the elements of what has guided me uh, through all of the different organizations that I've worked with in healthcare and gotten me to where I am today uh, as a CFO of a pharma company. Mm. Again, I'm a healthcare guy. I'm an ambassador for teaching and learning within healthcare. So it's whatever brings out the element of curiosity in people, that is how they can further their career. You know, you don't know it, go after it, challenge yourself, figure it out. Mm. And hopefully uh, you can get rewarded with a, with a incredible job that you can pursue, continue to pursue what you're passionate about. I love it because you, you also touched on the mentorship you received, um, recognizing your strengths, but also the areas for improvement. As an executive coach, that's part of the work that I do with my clients is recognizing what are our strengths and then, and then how can we build on those? And the beauty is that you've had mentors that have also supported you. And that is a, a give and take. It's, it's a, the contribution, the heart that you brought, the heart that you displayed earlier is about that dynamic of the giving and taking of life. It's not just meeting our needs, it's, it's contributing, it's the growth and contribution. So I'm grateful for that. And I'm, I'm, I wanna ask you about any, let's talk about wisdom. Let's talk about wisdom to share with aspiring sure. healthcare leaders, aspiring <clears throat> healthcare folks, someone who wants to make a difference from someone who is making a difference. Yeah. What lessons learned, wisdom do you have to share? Patrick, you know me very well. Well, you know, I consider you a great friend. And the way I come across in my leadership style and where I put it is still always about authentic leadership. Yep. How can you lead an organization, lead a team if they fully don't know who you are? Yeah. I have this famous phrase I use when I, when I eventually uh, get comfortable with anyone that I'm meeting for the first time, asking them, what do you see when you look at me? And again, you know, it's, it's not the first time. It's not, hello, hi, how are you doing? What do you see when you look at me? But over time, you're actually getting people to uh, clarify whatever stereotypes or the way they perceive you so you can actually share them who you are. I think the ability to be authentic, the, the opportunity to share your stories basically makes you vulnerable, makes you relatable and provides the opportunity for people to relate to you and be able to follow whatever the vision uh, that you are advocating. So again, authentic leadership, keep an open mind about ideas. At the same time, the vulnerability that comes with all of this is so incredible. And that's what makes uh, leaders of great teams very successful. Authentic leadership, openness. And you're also sharing a, a the secret sauce of leadership Funzo, that you shared, you asked people, what do you see? You're vulnerable and you're open to feedback. And that is leadership. You can be a CEO of a hospital and you still got to ask, what do you see? And make that connection. You can be a new employee in healthcare or in any profession. I get feedback from folks. They don't, they're not, they don't work in healthcare, but they watch my podcast because yes. they get something out of it that inspires them. And yes. I'm, I'm so touched that you brought that up. It's authentic leadership. Jeffrey Hall was speaking about that in a, in a previous podcast we, we did earlier. And that's, you're touching on the special sauce that is so powerful. And, and that is part of the DNA of leadership that where we really are not just getting people to do things. That's not, exactly. it's exactly. not you do this. It's come this way. Let's go this direction. So I, I, I love that. Um, I understand you're putting this perspective into practice. Yes. Nonprofit. 
So I want to talk about your nonprofit and and hear about what's what are you up to? Please share with yes. my listeners. What are you up to? What's yes. your why? Sure. And and also let's talk about lessons learned and how you're applying that back to your healthcare leadership. Absolutely. So um, Devoted Sky, the nonprofit uh, that you referenced, uh, really it's based in New Jersey. But the, the goal is to see how we can increase patient access to modern medicines in developing countries. We do this in three ways, Patrick. The first is philanthropy. We collect our supplies and donate to these community hospitals in these countries. The second is partnerships partnerships with health systems in local governments and community clinics to see how can we help them create a healthcare infrastructure that connects to either specialists, either teaching hospitals that actually enables a patient to continue that care continuum. So it's webinar series, understanding what kind of payment types they have in these countries and how can we help facilitate them uh, patients within these communities to continue to do that. So we partner with other NGOs to achieve that. Awesome. The awesome. third of this is just research, collecting data from other NGOs and people that volunteer to see how effective is giving back in the regions that they've participated in. Because people donate, people do want to give back. Yes. What, what kind of impact is it having? So these are the things that we do within Devoted Skies. But in reflection, as you ask, at the end of the day, it's about compassion, right? You know, humanizing yes. healthcare and knowing that, you know, the whole concept of no money, no mission still exists. But at the end of the day, I think as a finance guy, let me be the first to tell you this, that we need to reimagine. We need to reinvent capitalism when it comes to healthcare delivery. Well, take it to another level, take it to that next level, right? To, exactly. to, to take that, um, the, the, the power and the beauty of what capitalism is, has, has helped create such create. Um, wealth and health and goodness, exactly. but there's also that shadow side. And what you speak about is that transformation to, to that next level, right? So we didn't have this conversation before now. Just so the listeners know, yeah. that is exactly the point that I'm saying. There's so Ooh. much benefit in the the innovation, the, the competitiveness that comes with capitalism. But when it comes to the delivery within healthcare, I think there are opportunity areas that we all have. Heck we yeah. saw, yeah, we saw there are examples of this with COVID, right? You know, you see competitors working together, not just to de develop a drug, but also yeah. to distribute the drug, to manufacture the drugs. Those are things that shouldn't be a one-time pandemic event, but the way healthcare is delivered compassionately. Yeah. And that's, that's really what, what our Devoted Sky is looking to help by fans. I'm loving that. I'm loving that. And any lessons learned or wisdom from the nonprofit sector? Yeah. That you're bringing back to the, the work you're doing in yeah. healthcare. Great question. Great question. And again, the way I see this, that, you know, the challenges of modern healthcare is so profound. It's not one person or one organization that can solve these problems. It does take, really, it takes policymakers. It does take drug manufacturers, healthcare providers. It takes insurance companies, payers, the, 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 the closeness, the collaboration between all of these entities is really what's gonna help us address some of these challenges that we have in healthcare. And that is what I'm seeing in working with these regional community clinics in all these countries that you can't just go work with a particular hospital entity. It does really take involvement with those four Ps that I described, providers, policymakers, payers, as well as patient groups. Those four Ps is really what's Absolutely. going to help us address some of these healthcare issues. Absolutely, Funzo. I, I love that. It's a beautiful point. And I'd love to, to move to my, my favorite question, which is yes. 
If you had the attention of all the healthcare folks on the whole planet for a brief moment, all the folks that work in healthcare for a brief moment, <laughs> what would you say to them? Wow, so profound. <laughs> and and um, well, it's a profound depending on what you say. <laughs> well, I am thinking about it now. I'm you know struggling with you know what question or what answer best fit because this is my one chance from the healthcare mountaintop as you described. Yes, sir. It. At the end of the day, Patrick, as I just shared with you, it's about hyper collaboration. Mm. talking to each other, again, between policymakers, providers, payers, and the patients themselves. We're not treating diseases. Talk to the patients. What are their experience as they go through this journey? It's about all of these groups working together. The hyper-collaboration between these groups is really what will help us address the challenges. We think we know, but we might not have all the answers. My uh, one uh, CEO leader in the past used to say, when we sit in the boardroom having discussion and said, okay, if a patient was in the room, would you still make the same decisions without the patient being in the room? So again, this is really what it takes, thinking about all these different contexts and keeping it in mind and collaborating and working with all of these stakeholders is really what would get us uh, to advance care delivery in the future. Collaboration collaboration and humility and vulnerability Indeed. all of this one so i love this well if if folks are if folks are interested in in learning more about what you're doing connecting with you how can folks get in touch with you Absolutely. My LinkedIn is, is definitely a, a way to reach out to me, but also uh, you can check out the Devoted Sky website, devotedsky.org, two great ways to reach out to me and I'll definitely be, be uh, responding. I'm going to be putting that on the show notes. It'll be as part of the podcast. And you don't know I'm about to say this, but I just, earlier you were talking about Devoted Skies yes. and um, uh, generating um, uh, the goodwill and the goodness that, that Devoted Skies does. And I'm making a commitment that um, I want to encourage folks to go to devotedskies.org and make a contribution. And if you do, send an email and I will respond with a, a copy, a free copy of my book, One Mountain, Many Paths. Um, folks, if you make a contribution to Devoted Skies, send an email to podcast at swifthealthcare.com you're going to get a response of the PDF version of my award-winning book, One Mountain, Many Paths. I don't need to know how much you gave to Devoted Skies. That's up to you. But if you are supporting Devoted Skies and from the, the Swift Healthcare uh, platform, I wanna encourage folks to make a contribution to Devoted Skies. And if you do, shoot an email to, to podcast at swifthealthcare.com and just in the subject line, put free book. I'm gonna shoot you a reply with, uh, with a link to be able to get a copy of the book. So fun. Thank, so you. I hope Thank that... you so much. Patrick. Absolutely. I Absolutely. Appreciate Surprise. It. I wasn't yes, kidding, like, no, just, very... you, you inspire me. So listen, thank you for being on the show. And it's just been a joy to get to talk with you, my friend. Absolutely. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, rate, or leave a review about the show on your favorite platform and learn how to support the podcast as a patron at swifthealthcare.com, where you can also find the show notes and all of our episodes. Thanks for joining us.